Welcome back, y'all, to the Zachary Wingate Podcast. We are currently on episode 14, and it has been quite the journey so far. This podcast will be broadcasted for 365 days. Experiment to see what happens at the end. Today, we have a special guest, my wife. We will be talking about hauntings, ghosts, and things of that nature. Her and I have experienced a haunting before, and what if, and what is a ghost? So today we address that. Sit back, relax, enjoy the podcast, and if you're working hard, push hard. And before we hop in today, I mean, essentially, just to get you ready for this podcast, you know, it is kind of going in deep and understanding kind of the metaphysical level of what a ghost is and kind of experiencing what a haunting's like. I mean, obviously, some of you may have experienced it, some of you may haven't. And before we tell this story, I really want to set the precedent that I did not believe in anything related to ghosts before. But after experiencing what Natalie and I experienced, it was quite the um, eye-opening process. So I really just want you to listen and enjoy, and we can go from there. Today we're going to be talking about a very interesting topic, because it's Friday, and we all know what Friday is. It's Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. And today we're going to talk a little bit about ghosts, fantasmas, fantasmas, spirits, espíritus, and just determine what maybe we think they are and kind of some experiences we've had. So today I am here with my lovely wife, Natalie, and we're going to talk a little bit about this because we actually have some shared experiences. Mm-hmm. But I really want to start off by asking Natalie the question, what do you think ghosts are? Mm, really good question. So for those of you who don't know me, my name is Natalie. I'm an oracle and multi-generational intuitive. So ghosts are definitely not like a uncommon topic in my family or household, um, especially like just being from a culture of mysticism. It's pretty like normal, I suppose. Um, and I've not only had, you know, paranormal experiences with Zach, but certainly a ton on my own. Um, I have a background as a Reiki master teacher and, and one of, I remember the first time I had a session with someone and I was like, yeah, I keep seeing like, you know, I'd I'd give people sessions and I would write down everything I would psychically see. And I'm like, I keep seeing this guy, he keeps coming and he looks like this and his name is, and I keep getting the name this. And she was like, oh my God, that's my dad. And at the moment I didn't realize I was like picking up on a deceased loved one. Um, I was just saying like, this is like what's coming up, you know, as the channel, I don't really make a whole lot of story about what I see until it's already out of my mouth, you know? Mm -hmm. So then what do you, what do you think a ghost is? So, sorry to answer your question. What do I think a ghost is? Oh, so good. 
I mean, yes, I totally believe in reincarnation. I believe in an afterlife. I believe the afterlife is kind of this in-between space before you reincarnate. And not all souls immediately reincarnate. Um, so I'd like to think that our loved ones can definitely come through. I've had that. I've been on the receiving end uh, when I had a call with my friend who I didn't realize was a medium. And... Um, and she channeled a loved one of mine, you know, super, super like detailed. She had no idea he even lost this person. And yeah, so I think that you can have loved ones come through. I also kind of like the theory that makes a lot, a lot of sense to me is that like the ghosts sometimes that we might see are like from a just a different timeline. And that they're living in a different timeline mm. simultaneously. Mm -hmm. And so, like, they might be in the room doing their ordinary shit. And we might get a glimpse of that. Or mm -hmm. get a feeling or a chill or whatever. Mm -hmm. And... Energetically, you're just picking up and on And we're it. just picking up on the fact that, yeah, they're in that room, but in a different timeline. Yeah. And that we could be a ghost in someone else's timeline. Which, you know, if you look at the concept of quantum multi-universes... Yeah. That's definitely a possibility. I mean, I think that scientists have indicated there's over 18 different quantum fields. And with that being said, you know, if it is energy, because if you do look at a ghost on a spiritual level, even in a biblical sense, the fact of having a soul mm -hmm. and that your soul can transition, it's energy. So if yeah, it's, energy, you cannot be destroyed. It's only moving. Yeah. I mean, and I think there's this great, I remember one time, I can't remember who said it, but a Buddhist was trying to explain the concept of reincarnation. And he said, whenever the water leaves the cup, the water's still there. It's just no longer in the cup. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of like a very profound thing. But what's so interesting about ghosts or spirits is, you know, whenever you have these like ghost hunters that hunt them and they have these ebt electric monitors it's not ebt that's like food stamps or hopefully but they're like um emt readers no they're um no they're no. electromagnetic field is it they're, the, yeah. yeah so emf maybe no yeah no, no EMP, EM, em, emf no, electric EM, magnetic EM, pulse <laughs> readers emf is like like 5g stuff okay we're not this episode's not for 5g okay. <laughs> um but those readers will actually pick it up and it's really interesting because they're they're on electrical wave level. Mm -hmm. So whenever whenever you're absorbing energy, things are in waves, radio waves, right? Mm -hmm. Your Wi-Fi is a is a reflection of waves. When like and when I say that I mean that in the tense in the extent of how water a stone can land in water and create ripples and waves, those are the same effects. Mm -hmm. And for it to pick up, you know, the electric magnetic aspect of it, then it is picking up on a level of energy. So it's almost like sometimes if, you know, if everything, everything in the universe is created, but there's also, a, there's, there's, there's laws that have to be applied and, you know, multi-universes could explain that or electrical imprints. Yeah. You know. Well, it is EMF. I just checked. So it must stand for electromagnetic field. Mm -hmm. um, but I, there's the scene in that one movie with Matthew McConaughey where he goes to outer space. What is it called? Stellar. Interstellar. Interstellar. Mm -hmm. Okay. So... And he's like peering behind the wall, which yes. is so creepy. Yes. Okay. So I'll kind of tie it into two things. So 
I remember having this client session. You know, this was early on in my career as an energy worker. And so I didn't have a whole lot of like understanding of what all was possible. And in this session, it was so crazy. She was, this is when I had in-person clients. She was right in front of me. Mm-hmm. And I'm journeying shamanically into the different planes. And, and we're in this one specific place. And we're like in a jungle. And I see uh, like a past life of hers essentially. And something like negative is happening. Okay, I'm not going to mm-hmm. get into details. But something negative is happening. And I see... From a like, I'm I'm just kind of a spectator. I'm not physically present there. I'm just energetically spectating, and I see this thing from like behind the bushes, like behind this tree, come in and interfere with what was happening. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm writing all this down as I do in my sessions, and I'm just like getting all the details and understanding everything. Blah blah blah. So at the end of the session, I'm telling her, and she is in a like a hypnotic state, so she's also journeying, and not all clients do that, mm-hmm. but in this case, she was because she had been my client for I don't know maybe two years, so we had a lot of like energetic rapport. And she was like, I saw the same thing. Like I, she described everything that I was psychically seeing. Mm-hmm. And she was like, and then I was standing there and be- from behind the bushes, I interfered with what was happening. Oh my gosh. So basically that was the first time I had experienced like, holy shit. What in that lifetime or in this plane, someone could think is like divine intervention or someone could think as a ghost or someone could think as a guide was actually her from this timeline and me, like, we're both journeying back, but I'm not interfering. I'm mm-hmm. just watching. She interfered and her other self saw it. And I psychically picked up on the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. So all of that to say, I eventually watched the movie Interstellar. Mm-hmm. And I see that scene where he, they had been, like, I think the da- the daughter throughout the movie had been like hearing something. Well, there's like there's a watch, there's a there, clock, there's like a clock, there's some trend, there's a book that falls out. Yeah, there's a book that falls there's out. All these small like there's all these little small things, and then oh, it gives me chills because it's like then you see him on the other side, like really doing Morse code, mm-hmm. and to me, not like that feels so special because I like I feel like that's kind of our like the possibility of our loved ones mm-hmm. coming through mm-hmm. and being like, I care about you so much. I'm going through all these steps to like make you aware, yeah. but sometimes it feels creepy. Well, it's almost, well, yeah, it feels, <laughs> well, it's going to feel creepy if you don't have the natural ability to recognize it because mm-hmm. we're, we're judging everything on our sixth sense as humans mm-hmm. and our seventh sense is what, you know, whenever we have, that moment where no, we, we have five human senses. Oh, that's right. The sixth sense. <laughs> the sixth sense. I guess maybe everyone else. I have six senses. <laughs> but your sixth sense, what is that? You know, yeah. that's that's a certain thing you can't explain. I think it's primal. And, you know, don't get me started. But obviously, I think that we all have a psychic body that we have been um, programmed to be separated from. Mm-hmm. So every, I think everyone has the ability to have... In intuitive the, the primal yeah. innate like people want to think it's like otherworldly i'm like actually i think it's one of the most human things to have it's because it's really animalistic i should say yeah well, all animals have it as well when you think about goosebumps and kind of mm-hmm. the original intent of it is to make you look bigger in front of predators interesting so that's kind of where goosebumps came in and that's why we have them and it's part of our we still have them today and it's also to give us a sense of 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 awareness. Mm-hmm. So not only are we are we feeling something, yeah. we're experiencing it on our skin. Exactly, it's like little antennas antennas on our body. Yeah, 
But I think, you know, with this, you know, and I think essentially what happens is Matthew McConaughey in that movie gets absorbed in the space-time continuum, mm-hmm. which, you know, is the fabric of whatever we're made of in which things can happen if there are multiverses, you know, mm-hmm. communicating from each one. I mean, that's that's really the, um, I don't know, that's probably going to be a conversation at some point if they're, if they're, when they, to determine how it works. But I think kind of transitioning into that, yeah. you know, the thing is, is me and Natalie, when me and Natalie, when Natalie and I first met, um, I was staying in a house in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the first time going there, you know, I was not, I was very skeptic of ghosts and spirits. Like you didn't have any prior major... Well, I had some stuff that happened at the Crescent Hotel, which mm-hmm. is considered to be the most haunted hotel in America. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it was my imagination mm-hmm. or absorbing what happened. Mm-hmm. And I can do another podcast on the Crescent because yeah, it's just Yeah, that would insane. be such a good podcast. Um but within the, I mean, the Crescent was crazy because there was Dr. Baker there and he claimed that he could cure cancer and he really couldn't. And people would go to the hotel and die and he would take all their money. Okay, wait, that's another episode. Okay, but that in itself <laughs> would create a haunted environment. Mm-hmm. So me and Natalie, or I'm staying at this house, me and Natalie met as maybe the third night or fourth night staying at this house. I, I met, think it was like your second or night. Or second night. Yeah. I met you and the rest is history. Mm-hmm. But the house, first staying there, it just the vibe that I always had was unsettled energy. Mm-hmm. And it would be really hard for me to sleep at night. And staying in the house at first, initially, I just thought it was because I was in a new environment and I needed to get comfortable. But there was something really, I almost say, ominous, ominous about yeah. the home. and And I think it really started coming to my consciousness mm-hmm. whenever you started coming over and we'd be downstairs no 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 hang on the first time i slept over your house okay mm-hmm. i don't know maybe <laughs> i don't want to out myself <laughs> <laughs> the, the 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 third month of dating <laughs> after three months of dating now mm-hmm. i think i don't know uh you had only been there like we had for met, three months <laughs> you you had only been at that house for like two days and I met you that second day at that bar. Mm-hmm. And then um, the first time I slept over your house, which was not much long after that. She's my wife now, so it's okay. <laughs> was not much long after that. Um, we slept in separate beds because they only had twin beds. Mm-hmm. And, and like we tried to sleep in the same bed and it wasn't comfortable. You're like, listen, I'm going to go sleep in another room. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, whatever. That wasn't creepy. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, okay, whatever. It's like two in the morning, whatever. And then um, I'm sleeping in the room that you were usually sleeping in. Mm -hmm. And I like wake up and I wake up all of a sudden. And I can, I feel like I'm being watched. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's, that's the main thing. And mind you, like the, just to give you a context, the room, the house was already decorated, Mm -hmm. but it was decorated. Yeah, it was like a, it was a furnished home weird old art old lady art yeah and it just felt like like there like there's just something about the home yeah and so i'm like what the like what like i feel like i'm being watched and in the hallway like i like my door is uh like a little bit open 
And in the hallway, I see the light. There was three bedrooms. You were in the bedroom across the hall. The room right next to me, I see a light coming from there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. I was like, well, he told me he's in grad school. So like maybe he's just like working on something. But then I'm like, wait, but then who's snoring? Because I'm hearing you snore while seeing a light come from the other room. But that wasn't the creepy part. The creepy part was I heard papers shuffling. Mm-hmm. It was like... Yeah. Like that. Trying to get your attention. It was like something was trying to get my attention. And I was like, what? I was like, he said he didn't have any roommates. Like, I'm so confused. So, mind you, I'm hearing you snoring. I see a light coming from the room next door in papers shuffling. Mm-hmm. And then I start feeling... But you're like, this dude's a workaholic. I said, yeah, for a second, I was like, well, he's in grad school. Like, okay, like, well, sure. But then I just put two and two together. And so then I feel like I'm being watched. And I feel like I'm being watched from the corner of the room. Like, in there was a chair there. I'm like, I felt like there was someone watching me. Mm-hmm. And, um, or maybe there wasn't a chair there, but I, like, perceived a chair there. And so I was like, what the fuck? So the next morning, I had a really hard time going to sleep at that point. But the next morning, I was like, hey, like, you have something in this house. Like, there is something in this house. And you were like, uh... Yeah, you like, feel that too? <laughs> well, I was just like, man, that like makes it too, which I thought it was something because like something I've always had going back to the cow mutilations is like this weird sense of possibly being watched. And sometimes I listen to it and sometimes I don't. But the thing is, is there is a part of you that I, in your senses that can identify it. Yeah. And there, I mean, I would have to look at some data, but... When I really started getting to a weird point in the house is I took a nap downstairs or I was sleeping down there once. One night, I think I, I fell asleep watching a movie. And I had a dream that a black glob came down the steps that looked kind of like a Rorschach test. Mm-hmm. And it was hovering over me and I was looking at it. And I dreamed and I felt it like swirling around me and touching all of the couch and just being completely absorbed. And then I woke up and I was like, yo, there's something. And after that dream, it like, it kind of escalated. Mm-hmm. And didn't you have like another dream like that? Like there wasn't just one. There, I had, I had a lot of multiple dreams. Yeah. And, um. Like, like that. Yeah. And I think, you know, that, that prompted the conversation we were having on the steps no, no, no. Even before that, you're missing, like, remember the power would just go out? And you're like, oh, yeah. Like, do you remember that? Well, there was a light switch on the lamps that would fire up Like sometimes. the Like, the lights would come on. But there was also, like, the whole power went out in the whole house. The power would go out. There and then was we something would get, with like, the water pump. Yeah, like, we would get, like, chills. Like, it was, it just genuinely felt, like, uneasy there. Like, I, yeah. oh, and there was another time you had to go, I think, to D.C. to either pick something up or maybe you were doing that volunteer thing mm-hmm. for your program. But basically this was the first time I, you were like, Oh, just stay here. Cause you have to work later and, and you left me your laptop and I was just staying in your room. Mm-hmm. And I was just in the room. The door was cracked open. And in that one room where you had slept the first night that we were together and you were snoring from that room, which we had never really gone in, the door was closed and I heard the, Knob turning. The knob turning. And mm-hmm. the the knob kept on shaking. Mm-hmm. And I was so terrified I didn't leave that room that I was in the whole day until mm-hmm. you came back. Mm-hmm. So there was little things like that. And then there was the couch situation. Which 
the couch situation. That was the cherry on top. That was most definitely the cherry on top. And I can start it and then you can. Yeah. But essentially what had happened was. What had happened was. Is Natalie and I came back from a very romantic date. <laughs> I think we went to Earl's. That was the night you met Gigi, I think, right? Possibly. And we were having, I don't even know, we were being romantic on the couch. Yeah. And this was a couch we never really sat on because mm-hmm. we usually would hang out in the basement. And, um, you know, things were getting a little, like, things were getting hot and heavy between us. And as, like, we were making out and we were, you know, going down that road, <laughs> like, we immediately both stopped. At the same time. We, like, it's almost like we pushed ourselves away from each other. Yeah, it was really crazy. Like, we were both, like, immediately, like, both our heads just went back. Uh-huh. And, like, we, it just, there's no way it was going to progress. Yeah. But we were sitting on this white couch on the side of the house that had, like, little French... Uh, like art, like it was very like feminine, like just very beautiful actually. Mm-hmm. But we never sat on that couch ever. Yeah. And um, it was more like a sitting room. And so we're like, I don't know why we were getting hot and heavy there, but we were. And then we both just like flung away from each other. And we both felt like there was like, it almost felt like a, your grandma had just walked into the room. Yeah. Well, and it really felt like we were being washed. Yes. And like I say, I do have I do have a sense where I like I do feel when I'm being watched, like I'm being watched. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like someone had like come and sat right between us, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Fuck no." But we both felt the same thing. At the same with no exact communication moment. in the no. middle. And we didn't say it too, because we were like, if we say it, it's just gonna freak make us it out. True. It's gonna yeah. make it true. But we were both like, "What was that?" And yeah. we were like, "Someone's watching us." And you literally got up and you went through every room in the house and you went under every bed because you were so sure someone's watching us. Uh, and I also went outside. Yeah, you went outside because you're like, maybe it's the neighbors, like. You, we you were like someone's in the house mm-hmm. and we and then i was like you know that's not what it yeah. is <laughs> and you were like stop <laughs> yeah and like from, and i no from, we didn't stay at the no, no the, that was that the other night. night okay so it's like those little things kept happening and the frequency would increase because mm-hmm. even in the day i remember we would be watching a movie and we would hear steps upstairs yeah and I'm like, I'm the only person in this house. Yeah. You know, and it was, it was a nice house. and It was. It was a nice house. And there, it just, I, I, I've never experienced anything like it. And it was really getting to a point where I was like, okay, there's something in this home. Mm-hmm. And this is not just me because we're, we're dating. We're, you know, we're getting mm-hmm. pretty, you know, we're becoming exclusive. Mm-hmm. And those things really... We're starting to happen to both of us, and we're both picking up on them. Yeah, and I'll say at this time in my like spiritual and psychic gift journey, I didn't really have any understanding of like personal power and authority and declaration of like over your space and over your body. Mm-hmm. I was just more of like I'm intuitive and like yeah. I can just pick things up, but there was no real mastery. So I know that if we were in a different, if we were in a situation like that now, uh-huh. things would have been handled completely different. I don't know I mean but I think what like the pinnacle of what happened was the night we started talking about everything in the house yeah we actually started to talk about it in the house now because at this point like we we've been flirting with it like as something but we never had a full-on conversation and we definitely didn't say it in the house no because we were just kind of like trying to avoid mm-hmm. the elephant in the room mm-hmm. huge elephant in the room and i told natalie and what and like there were stairs opening up to the house and 
Yeah. It was like a two-level house, yeah. and as soon as you open the door, you see the stairs that goes to the open open floor plan or the downstairs. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, we're just like sitting on the stairs. You were like doing something. Like, like I think I came in and I met you, and well, I think you were doing like laundry, and I was just like sitting there, like we were folding God, something. That's that house. Yeah. Well, I could have been doing laundry, and we were talking. And, and I had said, I googled like what are the symptoms of having parent like a ghost in the house mm-hmm. and you're like okay read it that's off. right yeah and then i was like okay this is what i've got and i was like reading it from a website and it was like well the first one is like you'll get chills like the temperature will just drop like, and like in check. that moment we're like we got chills and goosebumps we're like okay uh-huh. and then the next one was well um you have crazy dreams. Like, you can have really intense dreams. You're like, check, I got that. Mm-hmm. And then the other one... Electricity. W- no, the other one was you can hear sounds in the house. You hear stuff. And then we literally heard someone, like, it was, like, at the front the door. The door clicked. The door clicked. Like, as if someone had, like, applied their body weight, like, onto the door. Yeah. Like, pressure. Like, it's almost like, like, the door wasn't fully shut. Yeah. And then once you said that, it The door shut. just shut. Like it clicked and you yeah. heard the. Oh, I have chills. And then the last one was. And the last one was electricity. Electricity, like everything will start, like the ghost. The electricity will electricity. pop, and then right when you said that, I swear to God, the lamp popped. Popped. And the light bulb popped out. The light bulb popped out. And like, it was like the lights just went off. And all this happened within like within a 30, 30 seconds. Because I'm, you know, like you're reading off the list. You're like, well, the first one is dreams. Okay, boom. The next one is blah, blah. And it's like, then the light just shuts off. Mm-hmm. And we. No, it turns on out of nowhere. Or it turns on. And then we literally jump up and we're holding each other. It's mm-hmm. like you're in a movie and it's like you're like holding each other tight and there's like a ghost like running yeah. around you. Like that's what it felt it like. It felt like. And what was. It, it's almost like. The ghost was like, "I'm here, motherfucker." Yes, like that kind of. It felt it felt threatening. And what what was interesting? So the lights naturally had sensors, and they'd mm-hmm. come out at night. Mm-hmm. But what was so interesting about this is right when you said it, the light bulb burnt out. Yes. So it's like she she's literally it almost be like, and then the last sign is electricity will pop. Yes. And as she said that, it happened. It happened. Yeah. And from those moments, it's like we literally. Got to the car. I was like, we're getting the fuck out of here. Like, I was panicked. I was like, no. We we left and I booked a hotel and we stayed in a hotel. We stayed in the hotel that night. And and I was like, what are we going to do? Like, because yeah. so, I was basically living there at that point. You, well, what? Which we, I feel like the ghost didn't like. Well, kind of, I don't know what the deal is with the ghost and that, I mean. Maybe the ghost was racist. I don't think. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, I think really, it's almost like that night was the scariest night. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we started doing spiritual things. Yeah. So, so coincidentally, the most random thing is that my dad, he goes to this resort every year in Virginia. Dowsing Rods. That's what they're called, right? Mm-hmm. Dowsing Rods? Well, it's, what's the hotel? It's, uh, a, it's at the it's Diamond the Pal- Resort. Yeah, it's the Powhatan, Powhatan. It's like some Civil War place. Yeah, it's like a Civil War place. Um, why there's a resort there, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but basically, my um, my dad and my sister bought me dowsing rods because they knew I was like into that stuff. And so I was like, all right, we came back like prepared the next day. I had my sage. You had your Bible uh-huh. and I had my dowsing rods uh-huh. and we just came in and we started to like pray in every room and we were like, 
anything that's here, you know, we're here in peace. We're not like, we started to like declare over the space and put mm-hmm. authority into the space. And, um, it felt like it was lighting up a little bit. We also opened up the windows. So we, we like, never let any, we never let any darkness occur. Yes. And we opened up the closets. Yeah. We opened up the closets. Like we were just like every shadow in this house has to be revealed now. Well, it's almost like we kind of got aggressive. Yeah. Well, the thing is what really happens is that we took authority before mm-hmm. we were like scared and like, we we're like, Oh, it's creepy. Like, well, they, it's like, like we were giving the energy power. Yeah. Well, it's almost like once it was able to be identified, it went from there. But the backstory on this house... Wait, no, even before that, you had told Jessica... No, no, you had your friends stay there. Well, I had my... My friends would stay there and we wouldn't say anything. In the master... (laughs) In the master bedroom that had two twin beds where Zach was snoring in that one room. And some people would pick up on something. They're like, the house feels really weird. They Like, they're not intuitive. I mean, they could be intuitive, but they've never expressed any intuitive whatever. Right, they're not like intuitively inclined, what you'd say. You know, so... Some of them stayed there. I know Phil stayed there. And Phil definitely felt... He's like, yo, this house is weird. And we would never tell anyone. Because it was like... like, Maybe they'll not feel it. Maybe Maybe it's just us. Yeah, because we didn't want to plan anything. Um, But come to find out about the house is, you know... Long story short, we didn't know it at the time. Wait, sorry. Before you get into it, I'm sorry to interrupt again. But I just don't want to leave out anything. Didn't Jessica, your sister, say that she stayed there and left in the middle of the night? She said one time she got so freaked out because she said she was staying downstairs and she thought a light come through. She thought. She thought. <laughs> she saw a light come through and it scared her so much. She hopped in her car and drove home at 12 at night. Oh my God. And I just thought it was like, you know, in my, but come to find out me and Natalie had stayed here for about two months. Longer. Three months, four months? Maybe like four or five. We stayed there for a long time. Yeah. Those were some interesting times. Well, but maybe, yeah, maybe three. And like as like maybe the last week we're there because this house was tied to my sister and her friend group. We found out that one, the mom of my sister's friend Who owned the house. Who owned the house passed away in the house. Okay. There was some resentment left towards her daughter. And the brother. And it's very tragically, and the brother had passed away within the same time period, which is very the same sad. year. Yeah. So the whole thing is very tragic. But what was really interesting is they were cremated and the remains were left in the home. But the remains were left in that back room in, in the, the closet, closet for a couple years. And we didn't know that. And once we heard that, it's like everything made so much sense. And it's like, that's why opening up what do you think a ghost is? Yeah. It felt like there was an energy imprint in that home. Yeah. And it was just still living there. And energetically, for some reason, we could pick up on it and it could pick up on us. Yeah. So we could be living in the same space and being aware of each other on mm-hmm, some level. Mm-hmm. And that's what was really crazy about the whole experience. And yeah. since then, I don't I, I haven't experienced anything as intense as that. I mean, what would you say? Have you seen I mean that was that's like a really high level. That was high level because we were like living with it. Well it's like so they call it a haunting. I know it because I used to watch these shows on yeah. Discovery Channel. And one of the episodes, the guy's Mustang was haunted. <laughs> I 
saw that episode. Maybe we watched it together. I maybe, but I have like a recollection of watching it. Like, but it was like when I was young. the energy imprint was so strong that he was still that, connected yes, to his car. Yes, yes, yes. So it's like, well, the other thing is once we learned that information from Jess, which is Zach's sister, whose friend was in charge of like renting it out to Zach, who's was the daughter of the woman who died, right? So, um. When Jess told us that, and we went into the rooms with the rods, we started to say, her "Is name. there someone here?" And yeah. we started to say her name, and and the rods would move, and so, um, we even like asked questions, and like we got like some confirmations, we, uh, and, and we just let her know, like we're like, "Hey, we totally respect this house." Oh, we didn't mention the garage. Yeah, and 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 the last thing, I, yeah, and you can. We can kind of tell that's kind of like a conclusion story. Yeah. So here's the... But I will say, I really want to make it very, very clear. Before I stayed in this home, I did not believe in spiritual ghosts and entities. Mm -hmm. I didn't think it was possible. After I left this home, I was very much a believer for what we went through and what we experienced. Because it was definitely not a normal situation. Yeah. And so essentially what happened is Natalie and I would move in together in Delray Towers, which was very nice and very new. We didn't have to worry about any. That was one of the selling points is that it was a brand new building. We were like, and we were like, there's no fucking way. Because we'd been that traumatized by it. Yeah. And we had taken some stuff with us and we were returning it back to the house. Yeah. And, so... and that that's okay. So Zach um, had, I guess, taken some hangers by accident like, with the clothes that he had packed to move into our apartment. And, like, I think some towels or something. Mm-hmm. And so... The I packed w- everything in my trash bag, so... Yeah, but, by the way, is a whole other story. Because I thought all the stuff in the house was his. <laughs> no, just four trash bags. And when I pulled out my Excel spreadsheet to move in with each other, I was like, okay, here's everything I'm bringing. What are you bringing so we can buy, like, the difference? And he was like, oh, like, nothing. <laughs> uh, it was great. Um... So, point of story but, you is... You know, five years later, and like, we're living in a mansion, so... <laughs> so there's that. But we ended up... Uh, so, he, Zach was like, hey, he received a, an email from the the landlord, I guess you could say, who's the daughter of the owner of the house. Mm-hmm. And he was like, hey, you took some of our hangers and towels. Can you please return it? So, Zach was like, I'm at work. Like, Natalie, can you go return it? So, I'm like, sure. I drive all the way back to uh, Fairfax, and um, and Zach was like, here's the garage code to get in and drop the things off. And I'm like, cool. And so I start dialing in the garage code, and it's not opening. And then it would open, but stay halfway. Mm-hmm. And I was like calling you, and I was like, it's not opening. And you're like, do you know how to use a garage? And I'm like, yes, I know how to use a garage. Like, I, I'm doing this, like my, you know, whatever. And so it wasn't working. And then finally it just busts open. So I go in there and I just very quickly, right? I'm going to drop off the towels and the hangers. And in that process, you know, there's a, like garages usually have like a utility section. So there was a shelf, like a tall shelf. What are these called? Like shelves. It's called a bookshelf. Well, I guess. I mean, I don't know what else you call a bookshelf. Sure. Let's say it was a bookshelf in the garage. And there was a can filled with nails. And the can of nails flung off of the shelf 
and onto my arm Mm -hmm. and like crashed into me and I freaked out. I run out of the garage. Mind you, I'm only there for like, what, maybe 30 seconds because I'm just dropping off towels. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like trying to close the door. It's not closing. It felt like the, the house was fucking with me. Yeah. And I'm like trying to close it. I'm calling Zach. I'm like, the nails just like dug into me. And he was like, what? Like, okay, sure. Long story short, the garage finally closes. And as I'm leaving, I can sense. It's like I feel someone staring from the window mm-hmm. and like like staring down, kind of like fucking with me. Mm-hmm. And then when I get home, what did Zach see on my arm? I saw the gas. It was a very, it was like she bled. Yeah. And it was really surprising. And then I was worried she's going to get tetanus, but she had her <laughs> shots. But that's one thing about that house is like energetically, it just felt so. It felt mildly sinister. It felt my, like because I watched so many hauntings on Discovery, yeah. like which I felt aware of what a haunting could be. Yeah, I was like I'd put it in the middle. Group. Yes, yes, yes. It wasn't like extremely aggressive or demonic, but it was definitely not like a friendly Casper situation. And then so basically to like to just re like the land the plane here, nails land it for us. The nails flew out of this can off of the wall. Into my arm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's just say... But, like, how does the point, like, land exactly, perfectly? Exactly. It's like, let's just say, like, somehow, some way, something gets knocked off a bookshelf. How is something can accidentally get knocked off without anyone pushing it? I don't know. But let's just say it just falls off. Nails will just fall to the ground. I was across from it. It, like, diagonally flew into me. Mm-hmm. And I believe you because I know you. And I know, like, you wouldn't exaggerate that no and the markings were on my arm but it's just i mean to this you know and i think it just comes back to like we experienced something okay and we still can't really articulate what it was we have a feeling about what it was energetically was it our future selves messing with our past selves (laughs) well so here's the thing is that like if the woman felt some type... Well, I know she had some beef with her daughter. Mm-hmm. Some deathbed beef. Well, some... Yeah, which we don't have to go into. No, we're but... not going to get into that. But that is kind of important because I don't think she wanted anyone in the house. And so we're in this house and I'm like, I get it, lady. You've had this house since like the 70s. But like, you know, even after we we, we claimed authority over the house, the, the stuff died down for sure. And then we were only there for a few more weeks before yeah. we moved to the apartment. But... Um, but point of story is like, she still was fucking with me or I don't know. Could it have been the son? I don't know. But it felt like it was the mother. No, it felt to me like the son had accepted it. And the mother, like the son felt like he had transitioned. The mother was like, felt like she was still in the house for sure. Yeah. And it's like this, these are all projections, but energetically there was things that happened in that home. Mm -hmm. And... In concluding, it's like, you know, what, what people for as long as they've been here have had interactions with, with ghosts and spirits. Yeah. Well, you know, too, back in March when my grandma passed away um, and we came, we were in Ecuador um, for that month as she was transitioning. And then we went back home to Colorado and the it was like the next day um, I was telling a story on my Instagram story about how. My grandma used to always send me home with these chocolates and my cousin was so kind um, as to send me home with those chocolates because she knew that was like 
the tradition of my grandma always giving me these Ecuadorian chocolates. And I was telling the story and I'm like, yeah, like my grandma used to send these, send me these chocolates. And all of a sudden the lights in the room start flickering. Yeah. And so it was like, and I have it on camera. Like I posted it to my story. It was like, like all of the lights start flickering. Like, no, I'm sorry. It was the lights right above me that start to flicker. Mm -hmm. And then as I start talking about my grandma, the lights keep going and going and going. And I'm just like, okay. And then as soon as I stop it, stop. So I felt like that was like a, a wink and it didn't feel scary. It was just like, cool. Like, that's like my grandma sent me confirmation. Yeah, and the fact that my mom got flowers and they came from like right. Yes, her Zach's mom sent my mom and I flowers, and she sent us, which was such a nice detail, Ecuadorian flowers. But coincidentally, she had no way of knowing this, and I know Jessica also sent those flowers, and um, she had no way of knowing this. But on the day of my grandma's funeral, we ended up driving to her hometown to put her remains. Um, um, in a place and like that was like not part of like the plan like your mom had no way of knowing that she your mom's at this point never been to Ecuador so on our way to my grandma's hometown we pass by this flower garden and I'm like uh were they like garden flowers specifically for exportation mm -hmm. and I was like oh look at this place like that's so cool and we had a whole ass conversation about it and then you when your mom sent flowers it was from the flowers my grandma's hometown yeah, which was amazing. And yeah. that, you know, those are little things. But in concluding, like today in this office, that radio was on when I came downstairs. That's crazy. Yeah. And this house also had. Yeah, that's another story. A passing but, in the house. Well, I think, I mean, that kind of concludes it for today. I just want to thank Natalie for taking the time to be on this podcast. You know, she's my favorite character and guest. Character? <laughs> my favorite guest. Well, I guess you're not a character. A guest. Um... You know, and is there anything you'd like to say in closing? Uh, I had a lot of fun. I can talk about this stuff all day, every day. Mm -hmm. um, let us know what you guys think. If you hear this podcast, send either of us a DM at any point and let us know your stories. And where can they find you, Natalie? Natalie Granja underscore on Instagram. Natalie spelled N-A-T-H-A-L-Y Granja. Like ganja, but with an R. Mm -hmm. Underscore. And you can find me at the dyslexic alpha. Thank you. Bye. And that concludes our show. Pretty interesting stuff all in all. I really thank Natalie Granja, my wife, for helping out with this one, telling this story. And yeah, to this day, this haunting really just sticks with us and i just wanted to share it with you all with that being said i want to thank you for listening to episode 14 please if you have any feedback or any suggestions feel free to dm me y'all have a good one